Now, what we've been doing, and uh, I chose this scripture on purpose because uh, what we've been doing for the last few weeks is talking about some of the final lessons that Jesus taught his disciples on the way to the cross. And uh, the disciples were, we, we have a huge advantage over the disciples because we, you know, we've read the book, maybe, maybe we've read the stories a couple times and are like, oh yeah, I totally get this. But they didn't have the book and they didn't read it a couple times, so they were completely clueless about what was happening. And so he's trying to explain to them, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen. And, and he was talking about, you know, that, that for, they're going to come for me, uh, and then they're going to come for you. And, but don't worry, because the Holy Spirit's going to come, and you, you guys are going to be fine. But they didn't understand that, because they didn't read the book. <laughs> and so they're like, we don't understand what you're talking about. What is this whole, you know, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He's going to empower you. And I, and I, I love one of the things that we, we miss as Christians is we try to live our lives very often without the Holy Spirit living in us. And, uh, you know, we live in our own strength. And uh, Maureen, she's sharing, I'm, not moralism, but holiness. But holiness doesn't come by being moral. Like, like just because I hold my curses in my head doesn't, doesn't make me holy. It just makes me needy. And so then I can come to God and say, oh, Lord, in this time of, of, of need of becoming like you, uh, then, I, you know, you can change my life. But they, they didn't, they, again, they didn't get that. And so uh, last week we, we talked about, the, uh, again, and through these whole chapters, we've been looking at John chapter 14 through 16, uh, he, he keeps coming back to, don't you worry about it because I am going to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And most of us, for us to understand what, what that means, uh, it, it is going to take a little bit of time of reflection and openness, saying, Lord, I need you to fill me and to be with me. And so anyway, so that was, that was where they were going. But then he, he tells them, listen, I'm going to teach you how to pray in a certain way so that you always know, no matter what you're going through, that God is with you. Does that sound like a good plan? So, so th- this is where we are today, and, and it, it's funny because every time I read this, I'm not going to read this whole thing uh, to you, because every time I read it, I get confused. Uh, and just like the, it's like I feel like a disciple. I am completely confused. What are you trying to say? Uh, and, and so in, instead of confusing you, I'm just going to get straight to it. Sound like a plan? And I'm gonna and and again we're 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 kind of an interactive church. So what I want to talk to you about is how to be secure in a broken world. How many know that this world's kind of messed up? Okay, and you're looking out there and you're looking at the news and you're going, yeah, it's messed up out there. But it's also messed up with us because we keep going through seasons of our life where things get you know get stolen from us or where things are breaking or where things aren't just working the way they are working. Does anybody have anything like that in their life? where something's not working, uh, where something's broken. And that's what Jesus is trying to, to say, that, listen, the big thing's going to break right now because they're going to come for me. And, uh, and just when you think all is lost, that's when I'm going to prove to you that actually I am with you, uh, even to the end of the age. So when things are going uh, wrong in our life, a lot of times what we do is we try to reassemble the things that are happening psychologically uh, to us, and that's of course what the what the disciples were going to do. It's like, oh, they just took Jesus. So you know, uh, on on Friday they take Jesus, and the, and they Jesus is trying to warn them, 
And they're going to go, what is going on? What is going on? And they're going to try to fix it in themselves. And what he wants to teach them is, no, you're not going to try to fix it in yourself. You're going to come to me. You're going to come boldly before God, and he's going to show you what to do. All right, so I'm going to read the story, and then I'll just explain a couple of things. And then uh, I'm going to actually ask you guys, uh, this is going to be our exercise. And it's really nice that you guys are sitting close together. Um, uh I, I, I want you guys, uh, the, the, this is our exercise today. At the end of this, we're going to pray for one another about the broken places that are happening in our lives right now. Okay, just to warn you, just to get you, get you, like, in case you're afraid of doing that. Sean. Okay, here we are. So, so Jesus is explaining, okay, everything's going to go bad in, in five minutes, and then he picks it up here. He says, in that day, you will ask in my name, And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf. Because before, they were like, Jesus, you got to take care of everything. you got to take care of everything. you got to take care of everything. And Jesus is saying, now I'm going to shift the relationship from me to the Father. And then he goes on, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I have come from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. And now I'm leaving the world and going to the Father. And his disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly. Because before he was using figurative speech. He was saying, Hey, I'm going to leave. Uh, He says, And you're not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Now Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? It's like for three years he's been saying, okay, my main thing here is I want you to believe who I am and what I can do. And and it's like, we're right at the end here, guys. And they're like, now we believe. And he's like, now you say that? Okay, go on. Uh, So behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Oh, great. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I know, that's like one of my my favorite verses. But take heart, no matter what's going on in your life, take heart, because he's already overcome it. Okay, so, I want to, so, in... Jesus is actually trying to remove the anxiety and the fear that they're experiencing right now. And all of us have some anxiety and some fear. Yes? Uh, you know, I, I, uh, we're, what's going to happen tomorrow? How do you, when I say that, what, what's going to happen tomorrow? We don't know. And because we don't know, we have this low-level anxiety. I mean, Beth has no idea what, if those kids are going to be full of sugar or, or not after the weekend. I mean, we don't know what is, what is going on. And Jesus is saying this is the regular place that we live in, is that we live in this, this anxiety and fear mode because we're always thinking about the future here, what's happening in the future. Instead of saying, I can have peace in every moment because Jesus has already done something for me. And it, there's three things that I want to talk about. 
first of all, he, he, he makes this, this switch, and part of the reasons we read our sacred reading was he, he says, now you have complete first access to Father God, to God. Because what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to make a way that you can come boldly before God at any time. So if you have a problem today, uh, instead of trying to figure it out, the first thing we should do is come boldly to God. Now, the problem with coming boldly to God is that how many have been really holy this week? Beside me. Just kidding. Uh, right? Because we, we, we still feel like we have to earn some kind of place to get to God. And Jesus is saying, you used to talk to me, and so, but you don't realize that the Father loves you and has already made a way for you. And that, that's what he says. He says, for the Father himself loves you. And so the, the first reason that we can have peace in this breaking world is that we can come to the Father anytime, no matter what, boldly. Okay? Now, I used to, uh, I used to have a friend, and, and I, we would do some counseling together, some discipleship, and he, he, always, he had a lot of problems. He had a lot of problems. And so we'd, we'd work them through biblically. We'd say, oh, you know, the Bible teaches us this, and this is things that we can do. And, and then we'd finally come to the end of our conversation every time and say, you know, we could have saved ourselves a lot of times if we just prayed about it. And, and he says, oh, that's right. It was like I could have had a V8. But it, it was like we could have just prayed. And God would have answered. And then, of course, we prayed. And so we, over, over time, we used to say, Let's pray first. And then, you know, it's amazing. You can save yourself a lot of conversation and anxiety uh, if you just come boldly before God. And, and that's what Jesus is trying to say here. You guys are going to have problems. You're going to have issues. But why don't you come straight to the Father's love? So he says, the Father loves us because we love him, right? His love is demonstrated already because of him giving us Jesus, we're in the Easter season, right? The greatest gift of all mankind is the Son. And He's like, I, this is what I'm going to do for you. All of your fears, all of your sins, all of your anxieties, all of your shame, I'm going to take all of those things, I'm going to place it on, on my Son Jesus, and then I'm going to give Him as a gift to you to take all that away from you. That's the gospel. Yay! I love that. Because when, before I came to Jesus... I had so many malfunctions going on in my life. I was a true sinner. Nobody had to ever tell me, are you a sinner? I'm like, hey, total chief of sinners. Uh, now, unlike Maureen, who was perfect before she realized she was a sinner. Thank you for sharing that, Maureen. I, but, you know, some people are like, I'm, I'm kind of good. I grew up in a family of this where everybody's good and needs a little bit of Jesus. It, except <laughs> what happened was uh, we realized, no, everybody's, I mean, bad and needs a lot of Jesus. Now, not, now there, there's this big debate whether men are born good or bad. Uh, anybody who's had a child <laughs> knows, they're, knows they're born into sin, right? <laughs> you know, otherwise, we would have way less parenting to do. Uh, but we, but because of our own shame, we, we, we have to do all of this exercise to try to make ourselves feel right. And Jesus wants to take that away instead just say, the Father loves you, you just as you are. Just as you are. 
Leonard, even if you curse, <laughs> God loves you. And nothing's going to change that love. Nothing can separate you. All of your cursing can never separate you from the love of God in Christ. I know. Isn't that great? I know. And for all of us, I don't know about you, but I still struggle. I've been walking with Jesus for a few years. And I still have problems in my mind where I'm going, I don't know. And Jesus just says, hey, Come, the love of the Father is here for you. Okay, so that was number one. So we're secure because the Father loves you. Does the Father love you? Yes. Okay, I'll I'll skip right to it. How do we know? Because he gave us Jesus. He forgives us. I mean, the whole whole book is all this good news of what he does for us. Okay, now I love this, this next phrase, though. And this is something the disciple says. He says, now we know... Uh, now we know that you know all things and that you do not need anyone to question you. And the next thing we come to is that how many have ever thought that maybe God doesn't know everything that's going on in your life? Anybody? Does God know everything that's going on in your life? I know, we're, we're like, Lord, do you know what's going on with the world? He, let, he goes, I, now we know that you know everything. About me. And one of the reasons that we can be secure in our lives with Christ is that He knows everything that's going on in us. He knows our brokenness. He knows our breaking. Uh, I, you know, as I was thinking about this, this week, I, I've been, I go through seasons of being, uh, connected to my emotions, uh, in a, uh, way that makes me cry. Let me just put it that way. Because uh, most of the time you'd see me, I'm pretty stoic. I'm like, and actually, I'm mostly just happy uh, because I, I I don't allow the 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 angst of the world to to infiltrate me. Um, but there's there as as Leonard said, there's been a lot that's gone on the last couple of years. Um, you know, my my father passed away uh, last January. And I, I still haven't grieved that thing out completely because it was disconnected. It was just like, what? I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't see him before. I mean, it was just the whole thing's just been convoluted. So once in a while, in my quiet, I'll, I'll think, I'll, I'll not break down because I haven't, I haven't been there yet. There's something, you know. There's. It, I don't know. You guys work with you know. It's like, you, can you understand my angst? It's like it, it this stinks. But they said, you know what? Jesus knows everything about what's happening in my heart. And you know, through you guys, through my family, you know, we were able to pray, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get I'll get to the the fullness of my grief. Uh, over, you know, with you guys, you know. Anyway, so he knows everything about us. He knows what's going on, so we can ask him to intervene. I mean, right now, and, and that's that's the cool thing. And Jesus has been speaking about this for the last three chapters. But he's basically like, whatever you ask, I'm going I'm going to accomplish in you. And so when we have these kind of broken things or things that are not working right now, right now I'm going to ask that God heal my heart uh, of that wound that I've been carrying over a year and, and some.
Okay. Um, we can trust our lives are in his hands. That's what he says. He knows all things. So you can just instead just rest and say, Lord, thank you that I know you are with me. All right. So last but not least, though, is this set of scriptures right here. Uh, he says, um, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. That's weird, right? He says, I've said these things that you might have peace. But in the world you'll have tribulation. So he's like saying, I, I need you to hold these two things in tension. You're going to be living in a world of anxiety, tribulation, things like this. But I have given you the ability by coming to me to be able to have peace in the midst of that. And uh, he tells them that they're going to run. You know, what would you do? <laughs> when they came for Jesus, they're like, okay, you're, you know, and they, uh, they watched and they said, we're out of here. Um, and I just, I, I know that I would have been a runner too. How about you? I, I, you know, I, I even think about the world we're in right now. I've, I've talked to you before, you know, I've, you know, sometimes I'll listen to some preppers, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look for a place to move, you know, out of California because California's crazy. Uh, right? Does everybody know California's crazy? I mean, they're, 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 they're coming for us, guys. Uh, they're coming for us. Uh, and I, I just get it. And so my wife and I will, will be talking about, you know, where can we run? You know, where can we run? And then we always come back to the, to the same thing. You can only run to where you're called. Right? And I'm called here. And I'm called to Jesus. And I can have peace in the midst of all the tribulation, whatever I can read, whatever crazy politicians or whoever they are, whatever they're doing, I can still have peace in the midst of this because of this last thing. Take heart because I have overcome the world. Now, those might just look like words to us, but Jesus has been through it all, right? He's been through everything that we've been through. And he says, listen, I want you to take heart because I have overcome all of the stuff that you think that you're worried about in this world. So, tribulation is going to come. But we're not alone in that we can have peace in the midst of our tribulation. So this is what I want us to do. I'm more of a action person. I know that every one of us came here with some kind of need. Yes? Did everybody come with a need? If, if you don't have any needs, I'll give you some of mine. Okay? <laughs> uh, it, it is kind of funny because... Uh, I, I very much, and I talk with us about this all the time, I want our community of faith to be uh, active. I, I really, um, the, the concept of holy men and holy places telling holy things to holy people um, isn't enough. Instead, we are the body of Christ, and as, as we have opportunity, we should, have an op- you know, we should pray for one another. So um, this is what we're going to do. I'm, not, uh, I'm going to work. For the next five minutes, I want us to break up into smaller 
groups or if you're already in a group, I want you to share those areas of your life where you feel like you're on shaky ground or where you need some prayer. And uh, I want you to pray with each other. Okay? I'm only going to give you five minutes. I'm going to even set my timer. And not because I'm in a hurry, because I'm not. Um, but just that I know that you'll talk for a long time before you pray. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good at that. All right. Is everybody good? Is everybody good with me? Nobody's going to be mad at me that I make you pray. I, I know. I, I know. Christian people praying in churches. I know that's, that shouldn't happen, but, uh, but this is where the power of God, it, 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 where it happens though. It, it, it doesn't happen by me, uh, having a great message. And Maria prays for me every, every week. She said, I pray that the, the pastor has a good message. And I'm like, Oh Lord, you're going to need way more prayer than that because, uh, <laughs> but my prayer is not that I have a great message but that all of you walk away from here having been touched by the power of God and seeing your prayers answered so that you can take that into the world. So that's my prayer. But I thank you for your prayers, too. And, and, I, and she always tells me, yeah, that was a great message. And she always encourages me. Uh, all right. So uh, thank you, Maria. All right. <laughs> So here we go. Uh, is everybody ready? So you, uh, if, you don't, if you're like sitting by yourself, Kendra, then you have to move closer to people over there. Um, if you're in the, in the back, yeah, get close to one another. If you're in families, families, it's good to pray with your family uh, in church too. So I'm setting my timer on your marks. Get set. We're praying for five minutes with each other. Share your requests and pray with each other. Go. I want to pray for us as we leave. And then we have uh, lunch. What? Uh, macaroni. Macaroni. Macaroni salad, really? Buns. With what? Uh, Is this whole? Oh, I can't hear him. Anyway, for those that are watching online, we're going to be eating, and it'll be amazing, and we're sorry you're not here. And uh, let's pray together. <laughs> Lord, we are thankful for all of your blessings in our lives. Lord, I pray that uh, each of the prayers that we uh, lifted up to you we, as we came boldly before your throne, we know that you're answering them already. We know that you are, are encouraging us along the way, and we know that uh, you're overcoming uh, the, the different things that we're challenged with right now. Thank you that we can rely on you and trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.